Hello children and welcome back to the Friday special by the Sweetness of Yiddishkeit. We're children from all over the world join together to enjoy our fascinating stories and even share their own ideas and have lots of fun together. Good stuff is waiting ahead of us. So let's skip the introduction and hop aboard for our seventh show with Rebbe Mendel. What a beautiful story Rabbi Vremel told us about the schus of keeping quiet when somebody embarrasses you. Make sure to check out Rabbi Vremel's schmooze. Every week, new contents with a new story. You know, children, Hashem is always waiting that we should appreciate the miracles and kindnesses that He does for us. But He doesn't like when we keep it to ourselves. We were created in order to publicize Hashem's love and kindness toward us and to tell all the nations of the world how merciful and powerful Hashem is. There is a very distinguished Talmud Chacham in Eretz Yisrael. His name is Rabbi Chiel Michal Stern. He was once saved from a terrible illness in a tremendous way, and he came before Rabbi Chaim Kanevsky to ask him whether he should publicize the story. Since he was afraid, it might cause him Ein Hara if people hear about his great miracle. And also, since he didn't feel comfortable that other people would know about his personal story. Reb Chaim answered him that he has no right to keep Hashem's miracles to himself and he must share it with everybody else because that's why Hashem performed this nace. Here is the full story. Rabbi Chil Michal was diagnosed with a terrible machla, cancer that was growing in his intestines from one day to the other. The doctors all decided that he must go through a serious surgery to cut out the infected parts. This operation, the doctors told him, is a very dangerous one, and they might have to cut off a big part of his intestines, which means that his life would change dramatically. He wouldn't be able to go to the bathroom like a normal person anymore. He would have to wear diapers all the time like a little baby. And how embarrassing it would be, besides for the excruciating pain that it would cause him every time he has to go. Rabbi Chiel Michal was very nervous about his upcoming surgery and its outcomes. Who knows what my life is going to look like after I go through this medical process? He dove into Hashem with all his heart, non-stop, but he still couldn't calm himself down. The night before the surgery... It was especially difficult for him to fall asleep. When he finally fell asleep, he had a marvelous dream. In his dream, he saw an old man, and the old man was smiling at him. Don't worry, Rabid, the old man said. Because you saved my intestines many years ago, therefore I pleaded before Hashem that he should save yours too. You can rest assured and take the operation confidently that no harm will happen to you because of it. Rabbi Chiel Michal woke up alarmed yet calmer than ever. He tried to recall where he knew this old man from. Who is he? Finally, after thinking for a long time, he remembered the story. Many years ago, 
Rabbi Chil Michal was visiting somebody at the nursing home. As he was getting ready to leave and go back home on time for Shabbos, he noticed an old man sitting and sighing loudly. Oi! 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 Rabbi Chil Michal went over to him and asked him, What's the matter? What's bothering you so badly? And the man told Rabbi Chil Michal, It's already an entire week that I can't go to the bathroom. I can't get rid of the waste in my body and it's so painful. I, I feel like I'm about to explode and die. Rabbi Chil Michal did not lose any time and he went to the nurse in charge of the home age. But she told him, Yeah, this man has a disease in his intestines which makes it difficult for him to go to the bathroom. He has to go through an emergency treatment at the hospital. But his family doesn't want to pay for it, and neither do we. Rabbi Chil Michal tried arguing with the staff a little bit, but once he realized there was no way they would be of any help, he called an ambulance and took the man to the hospital by himself. There, the old man went through the medical treatment, but it was very expensive, and Rabbi Chil Michal had to pay the doctors 300 liras, which was more than half the salary, he made in a month. After the treatment, the head doctor came over to Rabbi Chil Michal and began yelling at him. Is this the way you treat your father? Had you waited one more day, he would be dead by now. Rabbi Chil Michal did not want to cause a Chil Hashem, so he explained to the doctor, I'm not his son. I just noticed him during my visit to the nursing home. Later, Rabbi Chil Michal tried to get in touch with the family so they should pay for their father's medical treatment. But what do you think was their reply? Who asked you to make sin? They yelled at Rabbi Chil Michal. Nobody told you to take him to the hospital. And if you did it on your own decision, then pay for it by yourself. Our dealing of our father is none of your business. Rabbi Chil Michal was happy to be Zaycha to do this mitzvah of saving another's life. It was worth paying the full amount for that wonderful mitzvah, he thought to himself. The next week, the same story repeated itself. Rabbi Chil Michal found this old man in excruciating pain and took him to the hospital to go through the expensive treatment once again, for which Rabbi Chil Michal had to pay with his own salary. Do you know how many times this story repeated itself, children? Four times. Week after week it happened, until finally Rabbi Chil Michal was able to get the family to take better care of their old father, and the whole story was forgotten from his mind. Just now, many years later, did he suddenly remember the story, because it was the same old man that came to him in his dream. He passed away many years earlier and he came now to tell him not to worry because Hashem will not let him suffer from his intestines after he had invested so much of his own time and money that the old stranger should not suffer from his intestines. Now Rabbi Chil Michal felt so calm. What is there for him to worry about? He has this wonderful schus that will stand for him to save him in his time of need. Rabbi Chil Michal got himself ready to go to the hospital with no worries in his mind. 
Even the doctors were amazed to see how confident he was on the operating table. And Baruch Hashem, just as he was promised, the surgery went exceptionally well and nothing had to be cut off from his intestines. When he woke up later, he was indeed a new person, but healthier and stronger than ever before. Hashem waits to see how we appreciate all the miracles and kindnesses that He does for us every day. Appreciating means to get excited over the good Hashem does for us. Did we ever think what a pleasure it is to be able to go to the bathroom like a normal person, with no pain and no shame? After such a story, I think I'll be dancing every time I say the bracha of Asher Yatsar. When you truly appreciate Hashem's kindness, then you also publicize it, and you tell people how you were saved from injury or other things. A person who is very grateful to Hashem for His kindness tries to do the same toward others. He tries to be like Hashem and be kind to others too. Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein once told over a story that happened with his brother-in-law, Reb Chaim Kanievsky. There was a normal Brum family who lived in Nebrak. The father would get angry at his children once in a while, but it once crossed the line. It happened before Pesach, when one of his children walked into a room that was already cleaned for Pesach, and he was holding in his hands a nice big piece of cake, with lots of crumbs dropping from his mouth onto the spotless floor. The father was too shocked and nervous to be able to think twice, and he started yelling at his son in a very not nice way. Are you my son? Then how is it that you don't know that you're not allowed to walk into this room with chametz? What a shaygit! The mother was obviously very upset to hear her husband blow up that way, and she replied with the same coin. Hey! If that's the way you talk to your children, then I think you don't deserve any. Uh-oh. Now, children, a person must never lose himself that way. When somebody does something wrong, you don't call him by names, and you certainly do not curse him. You should only explain to him nicely why what he did was wrong. You can say to him, I don't like the way you talk. But cursing and wishing that something bad should happen to him? is totally out of the question. So, let's think together. What should the mother have done when she saw her husband blow up and call their little kid by names? Well, she should have judged her husband favorably and understood that he was too stressed out and concerned for some reason. Perhaps Bilt can help. At least after she said what she said, she should have caught herself and changed her words immediately to a blessing. She could have added right away, I mean, bad children you don't deserve. Um, you shouldn't have any such children. Good children, of course you deserve. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But this mother did not change her mind or words, and her husband was totally stunned by her words. He felt bad about himself. I did not know how to move the clock backwards, even though he wanted so badly to do just that. What happened next was not encouraging news at all. A while later, one of their sons suddenly passed away. 
A few more years passed by, and they had no more babies. They remembered well what happened before that fateful Pesach, and they knew it had to do with that. Finally, they decided to go to Reb Chaim Kanevsky and ask for his bracha and advice. We want to have children so badly, but none is on his way, they cried to Reb Chaim after telling him the whole story. Reb Chaim told them they should take upon themselves from now on never to say bad things about anybody. Just the opposite, he said. From now on, you must bless anybody you know, any yid that you see or talk about, you must bless him immediately. If you have such power with cursing, then I'm sure you have also the power of blessing. Therefore, from now on, when you see Yiddish Kinderlach or Bachram on the street, you should bless them in your heart that they should have lots of success with their learnings, with your Shemaim and anything else they need. Finally, Reb Chaim concluded, you should also make sure to say always only good words to others. When you speak to your mother or sister on the phone, tell them good words of encouragement. Compliment them and be nice and friendly to them. Then I'm sure that it would be a wonderful zechus for you to get rid of the curse you brought on yourself. And Hashem will give you lots of good children. The poor mother made sure to change her ways immediately. She began pouring out good words to anybody she met and they all appreciated her warmth and enjoyed speaking to her. And when Hashem sees that people love somebody, then He says, Ooh, let me see. Maybe also I can be nice to that person. And that's what happened with this lady. She was blessed once again with wonderful children, a couple of them, Baruch Hashem. And they are growing up being taught to be kind and nice to others. Now, dear children, life's short and we all want to acquire Olam Haba. We all want to find a beautiful house waiting for us up there when the time comes. A house made out of gold set with the most precious gems and pearls. But for that, we have to do something to please Hashem. So let's always remember to bless everybody around us with success. Let's be nice to others and give them words of encouragement and compliments. And this way we'll be zaychah to go in Hashem's ways. And now I would like to make with you another thing to make Hashem happy. This thing is called a sweet minute. Which means that you take off some time in middle of the day, especially at the beginning of an hour, and you stop your life for only 20 or 30 seconds to reflect on your life and remember Hashem's kindnesses with you today and other times. So let's have a sweet minute right now together, children. Let's thank Hashem for being able to go to the bathroom every time we need with no problems or pain. Let's thank Hashem for having such wonderful parents who take care of us very well all the time. Let's remember the times when we had terrible stomach aches or a fever and thank Hashem that now we're healthy. It's true, children, that sometimes it ain't very easy to stop the running life and thank Hashem. But it's worth it. We get all a mahaba for it. An eternal life of happiness and success. Is it not worth it to spend the time for such a valuable thing? 
Now, dear children, would you like to share with us your own stories, how Hashem saved you from an illness or even death? Would you like to tell all of us about Hashem's kindness to you? Well then, we're waiting to hear from you. Please record yourself and tell us where your sweet guide is. And don't forget to mention your name, your age, and where you come from. Then ask an adult to email it to thesweetguide at gmail.com. T-H-E-S-W-E-E-T-K-E-I-T at gmail.com or WhatsApp to 00-972-583-23-9909 and we'll make sure to play it on our next podcast. See you all on our next show. This podcast is brought to you by The Sweetness of Yiddishkeit. For comments, sponsorships, and more, please contact us at thesweetguide at gmail.com. The Sweetness of Yiddishkeit can be found on Torah Anytime, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. To listen to The Sweetness of Yiddishkeit on the phone, please call our Israeli number 0765-980-394. From anywhere outside of Israel, First insert the Israeli area code. That's 972-765-980-394. Thank you for joining in and have a wonderful Shabbos.